Alright, welcome to the Get Rick Podcast. I am back with the Iolani 1995 Fantasy Football League Week 6 Review and Week 7 Preview. A little bit hamstrung because I don't remember exactly who I picked last week. I normally listen to the podcast to remind myself on my way to work, but there's actually a, a K-pop song there instead of the football thing, so I'm not sure exactly who I picked. And Ryan, you're wrong. It's not Blackpink. It's actually Everglow. Anyway, from what I do remember, starting from the top, I be your Clyde against TB Determined. I had a finally had a good game and beat John 137 to 94. Basically, Julio Jones came back, so that was nice. Anytime you get 20 points out of your kicker, that's a good thing, too. Everybody else was all right. Miami Dolphins defense against the Jets was a good pickup. Um, on John's side, pretty average games all around. That Fulgham guy for Philly, though, looks like he's the only guy catching balls over there. And, of course, John decided to hurt somebody else. Miles Sanders out. Uh, hopefully that's not too long there. Next game, my team's a damn shame against the walking ER. This one, I know I picked Stanton, so... I was wrong as he lost 75 to 84. I assumed Rodgers and Devontae Adams would have big games. Wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> and unfortunately, he didn't really have anybody else to really bail him out there. On Bryce's side, strong game from Phillip Rivers with 30 points. Diggs has been just a model of consistency. Not, not a huge game, but 13.6 there. Uh, David Johnson with 13.4. Everybody else in the single digits. Some low-scoring games this week. Next game, Ridley's Believe It or Not against the LA Fantasy team. That's Danny against Royce. Danny takes the win 99 to 81. I definitely don't remember who I took on this one at all. Danny did have nice games out of uh, Ronald Jones and Mayhomes actually underperformed, but I'll take 25 points, especially when you're having a low scoring game. On Royce's team, Kenyon Drake finally showed up with 28 points and Pittsburgh D had 18. Everyone else was pretty much crap. Dalton was a big disappointment considering all the weapons he's got there. Next, the Tiffany battle. Gallup in the woods against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. Aaron takes it 118 to 109.42. I think I leaned with Aaron on this one. Can't remember for sure. A huge game out of Deshaun Watson. I think we all kind of knew that he was going to be coming into the easier part of his schedule. Brandon Cook's nice game. Nice to see that Aaron got him back after dumping him for a while, but pretty shitty uh, Cameron Braden, McCole Hardman there. So a uh, good thing Deshaun Watson had that big one, which balanced out Kyler Murray on Leanne's side, who had 32.92 of note, Travis Kelsey with the two touchdowns. Next game, our league leader, Breeze in the Trap against Chark Week, 122-80. to Ryan takes win. Grant's team pretty much underperformed all around other than A.J. Brown. Uh, Josh Allen is looking a little bit mortal the last couple weeks against his a little bit better competition. Grant had the negative defense curse with Tennessee. And on Ryan's side, great pickup and Ryan Tannehill, four touchdowns, 364 yards. That's a 36.56 game there. Gronk had a revival, 78 yards and a touchdown. And, of course, Justin Tucker seems to be... I don't know. They always project him for like nine something points, but it seems like he's always scoring 15 plus. But yeah, so a nice win for Ryan there to stay on top of the league. And finally, pop star, not a doctor against Lamarvel Universe. Jared takes the high week 152 to 111 over Brent. Just some massive games on Jared's side. Matt Ryan probably helps at Julio's back. He came out with 39.64. 
Derrick Henry a massive game, 39.4. I'm sure everyone saw him reach almost 22 miles per hour on that 94-yard touchdown run. And Amari Cooper and George Kittle were strong games as well. On Brent's side, Lamar Jackson had a solid 30 points. Will Fuller V with 21. Trey Burton showing up with two touchdowns, one of them rushing too. So he had almost 20 points. And Miles Gaskin, the volume monster, if that guy could get some touchdowns, he would actually be in the, the RB1 conversation. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough to take down Jared. And that's it for the week six review. On to the week seven preview. Oh, for the record, I think I had Jared on that last one. All right, week seven preview. I'm starting from the top. I be your Clyde against my team's a damn shame. I have a 121.91 to 97.76 projection advantage. Well, Stanton hasn't filled in a kicker, so that'll add probably like seven points. So it, it's not that huge an advantage, but I am a little worried about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams against Houston having, you know, a little bit of a comeback there. But having Julio looking good and Russell Wilson coming back off his bye, you know, I had some decent pickups with like the Chase Claypool and, you know, so my receiver's looking all right. I think it'll balance out my shitty running back play. So I'm going to give myself the win here and be kicking myself when I lose. Next game, TB determined against Breeze in the Trap. John against Ryan. John has the 105.41 to 97.54 projection advantage. That is with Ryan not having Justin Tucker because he's on a bye. So Ryan's without one of his top scorers there <laughs> and no Baltimore defense. So he did pick up KC to go against Denver though. So that should be interesting. Well, we're not really sure where Denver's at right now in their, in their season. They seem to beat New England. So that was kind of a surprise, but, um, I am probably still going to lean with John. He looks like he should have Michael Thomas back this week. That should be interesting for him, especially since Ryan has Breeze. So that might cancel him out a little bit. Justin Herbert has a nice matchup against Jacksonville. And fucking DK Metcalf looks like the fucking receiver of the year so far. So I'm going to give him the lean over Ryan's side. Next up, Ridley's Believe It or Not against the walking ER. We got Danny against Bryce. Bryce has a 116 to 102 projection advantage. Looks like his lineup is pretty full and stocked with, you know, everyone's off buys from top to bottom. Everyone, most of his... Starters, yeah, all of the starters. Wentz, Cup, Diggs, Gurley, David Johnson, Waller, Lockett. They're they're all in there. So I'm going to lean with him over Danny, who's still got issues with McCaffrey being out. That's really the main one because he has most, most everybody else. But when you're starting Duke Johnson instead of David McCaffrey, that makes a huge difference. And, oh, actually, I forgot about Zach Ertz. He's showing a big donut there because... I, he got injured too, so um, he's going to have to do some dumpster diving on the waiver wire, I think. But yeah, I'm definitely going to lean Bryce on this one. All right, next up, Gallup in the Woods against the fantasy team from L.A. So Leon has a 101 to 96 projection advantage here. She is missing a running back spot. Dalvin Cook's on a bye. She could easily plug in Chase Edmonds there. I think they're waiting on the trade to process too. What did we have? Leonard Fournette and I can't remember. It was Leonard Fournette and somebody else to, to Aaron's team for one of his running backs. So she's probably going to plug that in there, which is only going to increase her projection advantage too. 
I am probably going to go with Leon here. Royce is missing. I mean, he had Dak, Dak Prescott went out, obviously, for the year. He's also down Mark Ingram and Devontae Parker, two of the guys he drafted. So he's filling in a lot of stuff. Um, it's one bright spot he picked up my garbage, A.J. Green. So he'll probably do well there. That normally happens. Yep, definitely leaning with Leon on this one. Next up, battle of some high-scoring teams. Popstar, not a doctor, against Chark Week. Jared has a 127-121 to projection advantage. Looks like their lineups are pretty full. Everyone is good to go, so this is this is going to be a bang-up matchup here. Digging into this, Matt Ryan's revival with uh, Julio Jones there. Uh, Hopkins is always a volume monster, even though last game he got kind of shut down, but he's going against a weak Seattle D. Amari Cooper against Washington should be kind of interesting there. The Washington D is not as bad as you would think, but teams that have been doing as shitty as Dallas blowouts like that tend to bounce back, so we'll see what happens there. Derrick Henry is who he is. Seems kind of matchup proof for the most part. Cream Hunt against Cincinnati. I'd say Jared's only real tough one is uh, George Kittle at New England, and even that's not as tough as it used to be. Grant side, some decent mashups too. Josh Allen against New York Jets should be a good one. A.J. Brown against Pitt could be interesting. He's got Zeke also going against Washington. I, I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game back and forth, actually. I am actually going to still lean with Jared, though. I'm going to go with the projection because... I don't see anything in the matchups that's really going to jump out there and prevent someone from hitting their projections. So uh, last game of the week, Lamarville Universe against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. Brent against Aaron. Quick disadvantage here. One of Brent's stars from last week has picked up Trey Burton out on a bye. So he's going to have to fill in there. He's also got Madison on a bye, Miles Gaskin. Uh, Lamar Jackson, so he's running a kind of a half lineup here. Um, I'm going to go with Aaron for the win here. He's got pretty much everybody in there, Deshaun Watson, Kamara, Chris Carson, James Robinson. So he's got the three-headed monster and Deshaun Watson at Green Bay, who definitely looked mortal on our past defense last week. So, yeah, should be a big win for Aaron there. Anyway, that's it for the Week 7 preview come back next week to see how poorly i predicted and uh we'll see y'all next week okay goodbye